our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Good morning and welcome to School Through Spirit. I am your guest host, Charlie Lynn, and I'm sitting in again for the amazing day at Renee here on WLTKDB Talk Radio. For those of you who may be tuning into School Through Spirit for the first time, each week Daya is usually here. She has different guests and explores their individual journey. She likes to talk to people from all different modalities of life and spirituality to discuss how spirit has inspired them and impacted their life. Today, however, Dayette left me in charge, and so we're going to shake things up and do things a little bit differently. We will be welcoming in a panel of amazing psychic mediums to answer your live questions. These women are all students of Dayette's, and I know you're really going to leave here today feeling inspired by their stories, by their messages, and, and just overall by their energy. They are fantastic individuals. If you would like more information on our guest panel. They will be including information within the comments throughout the show. It will be put up on, on the screen so you can also look and see where to find them, follow them, and get more information about them. So I want everybody to kind of start getting set, start thinking about some psychic questions that you may have that you'd be interested in getting insight in, and start popping those into the comments. Because after we bring these ladies in and introduce them to everybody, we're going to talk a little bit, but then we're going to jump right into getting to the comments and answering your questions. So I really would like everybody to help me welcome Cherie. She is a psychic energy artist. Good morning, Cherie. How are you? Good morning, Charlie. How are you? I am good. Could you tell everybody just a little quick thing about you and, and what is a, a psychic energy artist? So I have been a Reiki person, energy work for the last 10 years. That's the bulk of my work. Um, and so um, with that, um, being a psychic along with it is just additional energies that I use um, with that. So it's um, healing energies, um, helping people to get back into their uh, healthy selves again, working with the chakras, working with the auras. Um, and then I also have what I call earth energy products, um, like organites, which uses, which are similar to Himalayan salt lamps that brings in positive energy. Awesome. So I'm working with energy all the time. That's the awesome. Time. That's awesome. I, I'm so excited. I want to thank you for being here. We're going to bring in our next guest, Ellie, who is a psychic medium who highlights in releasement of attachments from both humans, properties, animals. Good morning, Ellie. How are you today? Good morning, everyone. So happy to be here today. Thank you. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Could you tell everybody a little bit about 
what does it mean when you you highlight in releasement of attachments? What does that mean to people? For people and animals, when you have an attachment, you'll have like an off day or things aren't going the way they normally go. Your energy may feel drained. Um, you just got things going on that aren't normal. That usually means you could have an attachment from a spirit side. And then I come in and help release those attachments. Um, a lot of times sending them back to the light where they really want to be. And then your day kind of smooths out and your life goes back the way it should. That's, and where do people, like, how do people pick up attachments? Good morning, Shelby and Joe and Diana. Thank you for tuning into us. There's a number of different ways. If your body's not in tune completely and your chakras are off balance, or you've had an event in your life that's throwing you off kilter, you tend to open up holes within your body and within your chakra auras, and that allows them in. Um, there's a lot of different ways of, of getting them. That's awesome. Good morning, Ashley. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, we are going to welcome in our final panelist, Anne, who is a psychic medium who moonlights and, and has interest within the paranormal. Good morning, Anne. How are you? Uh, good morning. I'm doing great this morning. How about Thank you? you for joining us. I'm doing good. Could you talk to our viewers a little bit about how you work within your psychic medium abilities? Uh, I specialize in oracle card readings uh, for the psychic part of it. And I do some medium readings here and there. Uh, I started oh, taking classes, I think it was almost five years ago. I met Diet. Uh, she did a reading for me. And one of the first things she said to me is you have the gift and you won't admit it, which I already knew, but I was hiding it. Um, <laughs> I think we've all been in hiding at one point yeah. or another. Raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. Then, then uh, well, I finally certified in September. And the first thing somebody asked me was, do you do ghost hunting? And I went, oh. So I did take a class in paranormal. Um, investigating. And I did one investigation so far, but that's another interest of mine to go and see what's out there. What's, you know, if someplace is haunted, if, if it's residual energy, which means that the house just remembers or the, right. the building just remembers what happened when people uh, lived in the place before. Um, really, I just started with my friends doing readings and found that it was much easier to do readings for strangers because I didn't think about what I already knew about the people. Right, right. Well, I am just so excited to have you guys on. I really feel like we all have kind of bonded, you know, over our classes and over our practice and, and working together. And I, I want to share you guys with everybody because I feel like they're going to be so blessed by the knowledge that you can share and the insight that you can share. And we do already have some questions starting to pop in if you guys are ready to start taking on some questions. Okay. okay. So okay. the first question, let me see, I lost it, is from Sarah Robbins. And she said, I have my first podcast recorded and ready to edit. Is it going to have a good result? So what you guys, and, and feel free to hop in in whatever order um, that you're feeling pulled towards Sarah. Good morning, Ravi. Good morning, Pamela. I feel like the excitement, like when I'm, I'm kind of tuning in, like I feel the, the excitement of hope and, and new things. So I do feel like 
it's going to start opening doors for her it, it, within that excitement too, because I also feel like she's starting to move out of her comfort zone and, and moving into new things. Uh, very much so moving out of her comfort zone. Uh, very, very nervous about this podcast. And just from personal experience, I'm going to say, don't be so nervous. Um, just go with the flow. Uh, it can, you're going to feel amazing. And once you're done with your podcast, um, watch it. I mean, I know it's really hard watching yourself, but watch it. You'll get so much out of it. You really will. Um, I'm getting a lot of goosebumps, which is telling me that spirit's here and that, um, nothing but success for you. You just, you just really need to step past your comfort zone that you're in right now. I would have to agree with both of you because I got the, the yes right off the bat that it will go very well for her. She's always going to have little bunch of little hiccups thinking, oh, it didn't go well, but it really truly does go well for her. I really feel that this is going to be just great opportunities for her. Um, the only advice I can give is uh, don't be afraid to go live. If you want to practice, you can actually go on Facebook and not share uh, the videos. I used to be afraid to go on live on Facebook for another business that I have. And I finally realized that everybody makes mistakes when they go live. Every, nobody is perfect. And people understand that. And if you're real, that's what they look for. Absolutely. Okay. Good morning, Dupra. Thank you for tuning in. And good morning, Tim. We appreciate you guys all being here. So we have another question um, from Anne. And she's looking for a reading, but more specifically towards a relationship um, and wanting to know if, if her and the other individual are going to be able to sort things out and, and start working together within their relationship. You know, I feel a little frustration um, when I'm tuning into the relationship and I feel like it's it's on both parts and I really feel like when I'm tuning into spirit they're showing me three roads and one thing I think people need to understand within uh, psychic readings and when we're getting information is that not everything is set in stone there's choices there's choices individuals can make that affect which path we go down so I do feel like you're looking at three possibilities uh, for the best outcome, which I think is what you want as far as working together and, and having a more close relationship, uh, trusting relationship is really a lot of growth. I feel like on both parts, emotional growth, um, learning to communicate a little bit more effectively and, and being honest. But this is not, and, and the other ladies, I feel like are, are kind of going to be the same thing. I don't feel like this is is cut and dry because it's it's based on, and, and you have multiple people within this putting in their input. So it's, it's really based on how the parties respond, what work you're willing to do, what are you willing to tolerate? This kind of makes I, me, go ahead, Ellie. Well, I, I was getting, the three roads is that, no matter which road you take, it's none of them are going to be easy. And it is going to be a partnership where they both need to work at this. Mm -hmm. um, so depending upon how the two work together and, and work towards the same road they choose, will have a big outcome on 
how this all plays out. So what popped into my mind was the lover's card from the tarot deck. And the lover's card has always been like, you know, for people falling madly in love, at least that's what they think it is. And it's not really that. The whole thing about the lover's cards, it, it, it's all about wanting to make the commitment, but what are you willing to compromise to make it work? And again, goosebumps. It's what, what are you guys willing to do to make it work? Are you, what compromises are you going to make? Are you going to open the lines of communication? Exactly. It, it's really up to you on how, which way you want to go. Okay. I pulled a card and it came up choices mm -hmm. and it's uh, the card says, I'm going to give you my take on it after I read what's on here. When you accept responsibility for your life, the choices you make, you begin to tap into the power of your own spirit. You'll be able to listen and appreciate the intuitive wisdom that's inside you and apply it positively and constructively to your outside world. What that says to me is listen to your heart. Is this relationship right for you? Um, you have to make your own choice and take responsibility for it. And the picture is like a lot of open doors for um, there's some closed doors, but there is an open door. So there is a light there. And, you know, ask spirit, ask spirit for the intuitive wisdom to help you. Yeah, that's all great advice. I think, you know, it's hard. A lot of times when people are looking for intuitiveness or, or going to somebody that, that can help give them in, insight, I think it's because sometimes they're afraid to look at, at their intuition because those are choices that are hard to make. And so, you know, I, I feel like sometimes we know, we know if something is right for us or not. And, and we have to learn to trust our intuition. Okay. And our, um, Ellie, I'm sorry. I think this question, you'll be able to maybe give a little bit more insight than some of the rest of us. But Pamela asks, how long does it take attachments to start to show in children? Also, is sleep paralysis a part of it? That's a very good question. Um, I've actually helped a number of children that ha were having nightmares. And it turned out that they were uh, the darker spirits coming in. Um, some of the houses have portals in them that needed to be closed or reversed. Um, children are very, very open to the spiritual side. And they see and hear things. If, you, if, if your child, a, a really young baby, is looking up into the, like a corner of the room, you pretty well know it's looking at another spirit um, because they are so open. So children are um, that have sleep paralysis or have the nightmares, it's usually because something on the spirit side is coming through and it is scaring them. So, and then what was the rest of the question? The first part? Uh, let me, I lost it. Let me go right back oh, to it. Okay. Um, and is sleep paralysis a part of it? So I think they're, looking at the connection between could there be something going on and, and sleep paralysis coming into it? it? It very well could be a spirit side coming through that's affecting the child. But then um, as far as like for adults go that are having um, attachments, because I think part of the question was, um, how do you know if you have an attachment or um, how long does it take for them to come in? Yes. That depends upon the individual person because some people can be very easy to manipulate 
and some people are not quite so easy. And a lot depends upon the spirit side as well, because some spirits are are more like jokesters trying to create a little bit of problems, but really aren't out to hurt anybody or anything. And then you've got the darker ones that are using your energy to fulfill their life purpose, what they're set here for as well. So you've got a lot of different variations within this. And I think that's a great clarification to make Ellie too, because I think when people hear attachments, we all envision the worst. You know, we we are envisioning horror movies and and very negative, low level energies, and that's not always that's, the case. No, that's not always the case. And are there things if if she's thinking that there's a child affected that she could do to help ease or secure that space for the child? There are different things you can do. They do talk about putting in a nightlight for the nights that turn on and off. Um, you can always put in certain crystals within the bedroom to help either ward them off or to help the child calm and keep calm. There are different little things, but depending upon the spirit, sometimes you do need somebody to come in to help clear out the space or to close up any portals or doorways that may have opened that shouldn't be open. Yeah. Very good points. Does anybody else have any insight on what may be going on there? Okay. And Aunt Ellie, can you please let her know if she would like more information where she can find you to get help with that if she has further concerns? Oh, sure. I have a webpage out there. Um, that's elliewisensel.wixsite.com backslash EWPM. Um, and then I also do have a Facebook page that is Ellie Weisensel with the number four. Either okay. way. Thank you. Okay, so we have another question. Oh, thank you so much, Todd. He put that up on the screen. If anybody is looking for information um, with attachments or may need more information, that is how you can get in touch with Ellie directly. We have another question uh, from Shelby R. And she asks, if you and your significant other have the same dream the same night about an upcoming job opportunity, does that mean it's likely to happen? I, I feel that um, it's a possibility, but I feel more like you're both looking for something new or different in your life because you're, you're trying to manifest something. Um, it's, it's not saying you don't enjoy your current job and it doesn't mean you don't love your current job, but you're just feeling maybe stuck with what you're doing and you're both are at a point you want something different. I mean, you're just so in tune to each other that you just had the dream on the same night. Um, but it could be a way of looking at maybe it's time we start looking with all the opportunities that are out there right now that it might be a good time to be looking. And I, I feel like, too, with, with the dream, I, I feel like it's speaking to connection. And I feel like it's, it's speaking to the more so to the deepening of the connection within the relationship versus just what they're trying to manifest also. I feel like there is, I don't want to say a renewed growth, but a deepening growth between the partnership is, is what I feel when I tune into that. It seems like they, you have a very um, strong support system within each other. Um, and I also feel that this connection has been there for a while because 
I am seeing and hearing that you've often um, finished each other's sentences um, or you will both think of an idea and one will say it and you go, oh, I was just thinking of that. Um, and the other thing is, is that maybe this is something um, you really need to explore together and maybe there's an opportunity for you guys to work together. Um, I'm not sure if there's a creative side of both of you. I feel that there is. So it's just another opportunity and just another direction to look. The only thing I was getting when Ellie was talking was that um, one of you may be traveling in your dreams and sending the dream to the other person. Oh, that's great insights. Yeah, I like that. So I think before we answer any more questions, I would kind of like the viewers to learn a little bit more about you guys. So I thought maybe for about the next 10 minutes, we can talk about you guys, how your journey brought you here uh, before we shift into a break and then go back to answering questions. So Ellie, could you tell us a little bit about what put you on this journey? What brought you to, I know, and for some of us, it's like, how do you, how do you take all those years and shorten it down? Um, I have been intrigued with the spirit side as long as I can remember back in the 70s and 80s before you have places to go to to learn things. Mm -hmm. um, and I, over my years, I've had, I've gone for readings and I've had a number of them say, you have this ability, but life always got in the way and I always set it aside. Then about eight, nine years ago, I had an event in my life that kind of put me over the edge and I just dove head on into it. And I was using my pendulum and I got the attachment. And so then I had to hunt somebody down to help me because there was not a lot of people out there that could do this. And I found somebody and she helped release it, but it didn't stay. I mean, I was getting a number of them back to back. So I ended up taking some trainings and I thought I've got to learn this because I can't keep going to somebody else requiring them to do it for me. And there's a reason because they keep throwing things back at you if they mm -hmm. want you to learn something. Yeah. So I finally decided to learn how to do the releasements. And then from there, it also went into how to heal not only the person the attachment was on, but also the attachment to help them heal so they could go to the white light. So about eight, nine years ago is when, when it really began where I got into it and started working with the spirit side. That's, you know, that's awesome. And I think within the community, that's a great testament because people do not realize how differently we all operate within our abilities. And I know for myself, when I finally gave over to spirit, a lot of people I talked to didn't deal with the attachments. They didn't deal with the clearings. They didn't deal with those negative energies. And I remember how excited I was when I met you because I'm like, you see that stuff too, because it's, it does, it, there's not a lot of people that really work within that and understand that. So I, I know I'm, I'm appreciative that you took the steps to learn that. So people like myself and other people can benefit from your knowledge. Well, I was so happy when I met you as well, because so few people couldn't connect the dots to understand what was going on was really due to attachments. And right. it's a hard concept to understand. If, if a lot of people, if you can't see it, it just doesn't exist. And they don't it, realize it, that everything is energy. Yeah, it, so. that, that is just, that is so, so true. Because I know, you know, even, you know, in different fields that I've worked in, 
as living in the physical, we look at physical behaviors. We look at what we understand, but being able to look at somebody who maybe they're, they're getting in trouble or have bad habits where you can look at them and be like, but that's not them. And I wish so many other people could see that difference of realizing it's not the physical. There really are these other things that are going on. Correct. Anne, my, my, my favorite Anne, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about how you kind of got hooked up in, into these classes and, and started on your journey? Right. Uh, my journey probably started when I was around 12, but I was stopped because of my religious upbringing. I was told I wasn't supposed to believe in this. And, mm -hmm. and I remember buying a, a deck of tarot cards for myself which I've been told you're not really supposed to do, but I really don't think that matters. I'm sorry. Right. Um, and I got scared and I stopped using them. And then eventually I threw them away, which was probably not a good idea. But at the time I had people in my head telling me, oh, you're not supposed to believe in this and it's Satan and all this. It's, it's not. So I kept everything more or less hidden. And then I, like I said before, I went for that reading with a friend of mine because she knew I was you know, into this kind of thing. I had a visit from my father at Christmas time the year before I went for the reading and realized it was a visit, but didn't know where it came from. So when Diet said to me, uh, you have the gift and you won't admit it. I went, okay, well now I need to take a class. And then of course it took a while for me to get into a class, uh, but it's probably been, I don't know, five or six years, I think. And I took the beginner class live. This was all before COVID. Um, and about a month later, I set up at my friend's shop and started reading cards for people. And now I have a lot of cards. Yeah. <laughs> but I just kept going. And, and when everything shut down, I had the opportunity to take classes with several people. And I think that helped me a lot. Uh, and I don't know what else to say. No, and I, I think, you know, you make a really good point that a lot of us have probably dealt with is, is having an upbringing that may not have been open to the things that we were experiencing, um, fear that was associated with even discussing our abilities or, or coming out with our abilities. And that is probably the thing I have been the most grateful for in, in finding our group is not just that we have the opportunity to help people and be a resource that we didn't always have from the beginning, but just that there's that common thread. You know, there is a place within the community where you can go and you can trust people and have mm -hmm. open and honest conversations. And I, I am just so appreciative of the community for that. And I have one more thing to add. I found out when I announced to people that I was doing this type of work yeah. back when I, even after my first class, you will find the, the people that you least expected to be like-minded or are interested in this are the people that when you have to practice for your readings, they're the first ones that get in line that want a reading. And you would yeah. never think in a million years that these people would believe. You're so, right. 
You're right. And you know, and that was my fear too. And nobody has shown up with torches and pitchforks yet. So we're, we're doing okay. And I did see that Todd had shared information of where you can find Anne in the comments. So if you would like to connect with her later or find more information about her, please hop in there and find that information. Good morning, John. Thank you for tuning in. So Miss Cherie, you, you know, you and I just kind of recently connected in, in our Thursday practice, and I, I've been so grateful because you bring such a different perspective and, and different things that I never thought about, even with the energy work that I am so appreciative of. Could you tell people a little bit about how you got into what Actually, you do? Actually, from everybody that has been, I... I can only empathize with people who've had backgrounds like Ann and Ellie and people not believing them because I actually grew up in a household that was very psychic mm -hmm. and very supported. Um, my mom was the one that taught me to read cards. Mm -hmm. I started reading cards when I was 16 um, on there. So, um, so I've been doing the psychic stuff for a really long time, just not admitting that I could do it right. um, um, because I, could read cards. I read cards. I had books that I, I just read from the book, um, that sort of thing. And then it's probably been about 10 years ago. Um, I had a reading done, um, in Sedona. I love Sedona. It's one of my favorite places. And I went there with a friend. I was impressed with the reader. So I had a reading done and I was told by my higher self that I was supposed to be a medium. I was supposed to be channeling and the best way to get there was Reiki. Well, that started 10 years ago and I've been working with Reiki ever since. Um, Diet held her first beginners live beginner, beginners one of her first classes up here at my house. Oh. Uh, I live along Lake Superior. Amazing. So that's where I first I first met Diet in Superior, Wisconsin and then came up with like if you need a place you can teach it here. Um, so I took beginners then oh, what was it six months ago? Maybe I started intermediate and then jumped right into advanced. Yeah. Gonna jump right into advanced too. Go right. right there. Um, I love everybody that I've met because we are all so different. Yes. And yet there's a connection between us all. And I think that's just part of the sisterhood of being or sister brotherhood of being a psychic that we yeah. all just kind of come together. And there are major changes coming and we're all going to be needed. And Absolutely. that's what I feel about. So, and I love my energy at work. I love the Reiki. I oftentimes get messages with that. Um, I've been blessed enough to go read cards out in Salem. I don't highly recommend it during the <laughs> month of October, but it was pushed out of my comfort zone to say yes. spirit needed to say, you can do this without the book. So let's just push you into this and yeah, I can do it without the book. I can do it really without the cards. It's, yeah. I think that it's just fun. becomes like our, our crutch or because I know even like I'll, I'll shuffle my cards and I'm like, I don't really need them, but it, it preoccupies, it preoccupies me. I, and so I do have a deck that I use every day. It's called the moon deck oh. that I pull a card. And the reason why I like it is because of my magical practice that I also have. Yes. It gives you a ritual to do every single day. And you have, speaking of, of that, is your site, it's reikimagic.com? Reikimagic.com, yes. Okay, perfect. Magic spelled with a K. Okay, and I believe uh, Todd will be putting that into the feed if he hasn't already, so everybody can 
search Cherie. And, you know, the great thing is we have a lot of abilities here, but we also have very pinpointed specialties with, within this group of ladies. So we are going to be taking a short break. I do see that some questions are piling up for us. So when we return, we'll go back to answering some of our viewer psychic questions. Please be sure to continue to submit the questions in the comment section, and we will see you all back in just a minute. certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. Everybody, welcome back to School Through Spirit on WLTKDB Talk Radio. As a reminder, I am your guest host, Charlie Lynn, in for Day at Renee, and we are being joined by our panel of guests to answer and give insight on your questions. And so let's hop right back into our questions. Uh, we have one from A. Parker. And they say, I would like some insight. I lost someone recently. I'm unsure in what to believe if there is an afterlife. I'm hoping they are with me. That's always a hard one for me, you know, to answer because I feel like a lot of times as a psychic medium, we have, we have those I don't want to say expectations, but we're already connecting with spirit and accepting that, that that's what we're doing. And so I, I feel like it's hard sometimes for people who may not have a strong belief or a belief in the afterlife to, to accept some of that. And, and I struggle with how we, how, how, do, how do we even work around that to, to offer up, up that proof or, or offer up that they are around us because they do feel like her loved one, um, is around her very frequently. My mom just helped me with this one. Um, I love my, it. Mom, my mom passed away 12 years ago and there was an incident in her house when my husband met her while well, we went for Christmas where he moved a love seat, which we now have because she made him inherit it. <laughs> and to let me know when she's around, she moves the love seat by one floorboard. So look for signs in the house or out when you're out, listen to music because sometimes a song, I mean, it happened to me last week and I think I posted it on my uh, Facebook page where a song will come on the radio. It's not random. It's not coincidence. It's spirit coming through and letting you know that your loved ones are near. 
there's a lot of little tail signs you can watch for. I have an uncle that passed away a number of years ago. And when I think of him or I ask him to come through, I always get a heart from him. So when I see a heart, there may be a heart up in the clouds, or it could be a heart on a sign, or if I'm burning incense in the in the house and the smoke forms a heart, I know he's around. Um, there's other little things like when my mom comes through, I'll find a penny on the ground, and that means she's there. But the odd part is, it's always the year of my birth. It's always the 1957 when I flip it over and look at it. It's 1957, and I know it's her. So you've got to come up with, you've got to be watching what's around you and, and know um, things with your family, like the pennies. My mother always, my grandmother always had a little jar of, of coins. So the penny ran through the family, which my mother did and then I did um, for my grandkids. So it's learning how to watch for those signs and connect it to who, who you're missing or who's crossed over. And Anne and Ellie said exactly what I was going to say. It's looking for the signs. I know that somebody's been around my house right now. And the only reason why I know that they're there is that when you're sitting reading a book or you're looking at something and you see these little black things walk mm -hmm. by you, there's little flashes. Um, that means there's somebody there. Um, if you just sit and concentrate or just sit and, and think about that person who might be there, you'll get signs and let them know that they're there. And, and if I could add anything, it would be don't dismiss the science. I think too often we are quick to, and, and this is coming, I am, I'm very skeptical. And, and so I'm not saying take everything as a sign, but when something resonates with you, don't be quick to look for a reason to excuse it away and say, oh no, this was that, or this was that allow yourself to accept it as a sign. And I feel like you're going to start noticing them more frequently because you're open to receiving those. Okay. Joe West asks, what do you see for me in the next year? Actually, Joe, and you know this already, I see you growing stronger. I see you growing stronger in your, your beliefs. I see you growing stronger in the direction that you're going and that you want to go. Um, you are really being pushed out of your comfort zone and you need to be, and you know, you need to be so, um, and I'm not going to say anything more because Joe knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, as I closed my eyes, I saw a bright white light, which tells me things are going to be opening up. And it's just a matter of, of, of accepting that and going forward into that. Uh, the white light means opportunities, um, change. It, it just, it can mean so many things. And do you want to chime in? I'm trying to connect, but all of a sudden I heard something about travel. The travel is coming up. I don't know if it's a vacation or travel for work, but there's some travel coming up soon. And I, I kind of feel, you know, like what Sherry said, what all I'm seeing and what, what Spirit's giving me is they're showing me a hallway with open doors. And so I feel like there are going to be a lot of opportunities um, 
which way you go is, is kind of going to be determined by which doors you choose to walk through that are open for you. So I do feel like you're going to have some choices uh, within how you want to specialize or how you want to move within the field, but there's going to be those opportunities there for you. Okay, let's see. Diana F. says, I feel like that is where I am being led as being the forefront of my development, attachments, clearing, and cleansing. Should that be a focus for me? If you're feeling to be led towards that, then yes. Um, they're obviously putting that in front of you for a reason mm -hmm. and to take those... Um, Take those reasons and start working with it. Um, they're leading you down a path that they're choosing you to go. And you may, as I said, I tried to bucket for a long time and they just kept putting it in front of me. So you're going to know when the time is right to start following that path. You'll know when they keep. Spirit has this way of actually hitting you upside the head with a baseball bat if you don't follow the directions. And so, I, I'm sorry, just the way I'm going to put it, because it's true. Um, so if you keep bucking it and you decide that you're not going to go down that way, some way, somehow, they will get back to you and they will say, this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. They always always will read and and you shouldn't fear it spirits there to help you they're help to guide you ask for your help they'll help you they really will i really don't have anything to add to what they just said that what sherry and ellie just said you know and i i don't want to comment too much because i actually know her very well um and, and her and I have had a lot of conversations recently uh, regarding her questions. So all I'm going to say is yes. Listen to what they said. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's absolutely right. They come back and, and make us pay attention. So, all right. Tim says, I'm sorry for how long this is. I'm sort of new to this world of spirits. I am now in a mentorship with Dayette. My wife transitioned five years ago. Less than a week later, we began having conversations and have a little over 200 letters she dictated to me. About two years ago, I began to be physically aware of the energy of everything around me, as well as having images come into my awareness. I feel really blessed, but my question for the four of you is, when do you see all this settling in? Oh, and I don't get the whole question. So I, I think it's leaning towards settling in and and him being able to maybe move on with within his mentorship. I'm not sure there's half the questions missing. So we'll just go and see see what you guys are getting. I, I'm feeling like if he's getting these letters, he needs to put it in book form and publish the book. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a reason for the letters. Mm -hmm. And if there be if he has that many Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I like how you said that, Anne, because as you were saying that, I was seeing them stacked up, but I wasn't seeing it in the book format, but I was seeing like collect them. And and I, I think you are all absolutely right. There's a reason that she's dictating them to him. 
Um, I do think that, I think that things are going to start settling in for him. I feel like it's not even so much as settling in as it is getting into a comfort zone. Um, you know, he, he has that trust built up with, with the energy of, of your wife and, and feeling other energies, but now it's completely transitioning into the trust and, and giving yourself over to that. Tim, you're going through a lot of changes and a lot of things coming out of your, pushing you beyond your comfort zone. And I just want to say what I'm getting from spirit is, is that this is kind of a new way of life for you. And, and it's not bad. It might be a little scary, but, um, I think just accepting the gifts that you have and making the decision on what you want to do with them and how to proceed forward. And that will really help you settle in. But it's it's being accepting of, of all the gifts. And you have so many gifts. And I think there's more that are, that's coming. So. Thank you, ladies. I just, this is so much fun to me. I just love sitting here and talking to all of you and, and, and being able to offer this, this guidance to people. So Pamela L. asks, in meditation, a man and his mother energies come in, but we are no longer talking. Are these cords? And I hear healing. I hear healing right off the bat. So I do feel like some of this is residual and, and is healing that needs to be presented. I, feel I like guess that my... With... No, go ahead. Go. I, I guess I don't quite know if... Um if this man that comes in is somebody that she knows it it seems like it might be i i what i'm picking up is um a break it, it's not a it's it wasn't a very friendly and I'm, the only way i can say it is breakup and it, there was things that were said hurtful things that were said and that um and I don't know how his mother's involved. Well, sort of. She's kind of overbearing mom. But um, it's just, some, you know, like Charlie had said, there's some healing needs to be done. There is unresolved issues that you need to get through to let them totally go away, to really release them. Yeah, I, I almost see like, you know, these strings and coming out that are keeping that that connection, but I also am hearing boundaries. So I'm wondering if some of this that is coming through is also your need to establish boundaries or review the boundaries around around the relationship and also um, some letting go and, and adjusting within that change and understanding sometimes paths go a different way before they come back together. I, I feel like it's a splitting, but a looping is what I'm seeing where the roads go out, but eventually come back in, which also attests to me still about needing some healing. I'm feeling like the cause of the break was because of the mom. And it's almost like they feel bad about it, but Come on, give me more. 
Um, yeah, the, the mom wears the pants in the family, so to speak. And if it's her way or no way. She was asking about the cutting of the cord. So there right. is, I know they call it a cord, but there is energy between you and them that does need to have a severance. And in order to actually heal yourself and give them a chance to heal themselves, that does need to be severanced, which includes like um, Charlie said with the, um, with the, um, the healing and um, the cutting of the cord, but doing it in a friendly, loving manner in a way so everybody can do the healing that they need. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, you know, even, and, and I feel like anything that we're doing when we're working with, if it's just spirit one-on-one or, or working with people is there's still emotions attached there. And it's always important to remain respectful, even, you know, like, Anne, when you're working with the paranormal and, and just being respectful to that energy, mm -hmm. because it, it's still, it, you know, I, I always look at, at those things as they're just, they just don't have bodies, you know, and, and so we do still have to have respect in, in rituals or cord cuttings or, or any of those kinds of things. And I do want to take a minute and say hello to all the viewers. I see there's there's a lot of people saying hello, and I apologize that I'm, I'm not able to single you out individually just because we have a lot of questions coming in. But we really appreciate you tuning in today um, and sending in your questions. So please keep those questions uh, coming in for us. So Jamie asks, I have had a lot of family drama the last two years with my two daughters. Will this come to a peaceful end without separation? I'm tuning in. I'm almost seeing spirit taking everybody and putting them like compartmentalizing everybody, which to me, it tells me that there's, I feel like there's some things that there just won't be agreements made on. If that makes sense, that almost like we have to respect each other's space and each other's ideas because they're, they're separating it out. And I feel like sometimes there's frustration um, that revolves around maybe how somebody responds to something or how somebody's dealing with something. And, and I feel like to come to even ground is what spirit's showing me is that you have to allow for that space for that even ground and, and just understanding that there's some things that I don't want to say you have to overlook, maybe set boundaries around, um, topics maybe that we don't bring up or but there's going to have to be some concessions made on everybody's part you have very strong-minded daughters and i'm i'm thinking that they get that from you when you put strong-minded people together there's always going to be conflict and um 
again, I have to agree with Charlie. You need to, you need to figure out your boundaries. You need to, everyone needs to listen with an open mind mm -hmm. because everybody has their tunnel vision and everybody wants to be right. But, and, and rightly so in their own, in their own mind, in the in way that they're thinking they may be right. But they, you have to open up and listen to the other people because you just may learn something new too. I was having a tough time with that one. So I pulled, actually two cards fell out. Um, but the first one says to have fun. You need to go and stop concentrating on all this and go out and have some fun. Um, and the next card that I pulled was all about relationships. It's like, how perfect. We're asking about a relationship. And relationships are just a mirror image of your own life was the first sentence. So what Cherie said was just confirmed with this card. Because yes, you're strong-minded. Your children are strong-minded because they reflect your energy. And what I heard right off the bat was the word yes, meaning that um, your family does not fall apart. But then I also heard the word breathe, meaning I feel like you need, you need to take kind of the lead of this as um, things start being said to take that step back and take a deep breath, get yourself grounded and clear your mind that um, you, you, everybody there's an adult and everybody's got their own opinion. Everybody wants to be right, but somebody needs to take the step back and just let things settle out to give, give everybody else a chance to clear their minds to come back together and talk again. So you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to um, think things aren't going to work out, but they're telling me, yes, in the long run, it does. Yeah, those, it's hard. It's hard when we're working, you know, with family and trying to set boundaries and all kind of understand and, and pull in. So I'm glad that we were able to give you a little insight. So maybe that can end some of that anxiety too, you know, as, as Ellie was talking about and, and ease some of that worry. So maybe you can bring your emotions down a little bit to, to also help smooth the way. Okay, Anne has a question for us. She says, my birthday is in a few days. Do you see better health or a love relationship this year? Okay, I'm going to say something really super corny. Better health will lead to a loving relationship. So if you take care of you, because apparently, if you want better health, I'm thinking that you haven't been taking care of you as much as you should be. So you need to really take care of you. Take care of you, and everything else will follow. And I'm going to compound on that because the first thing I got was the yes on the better health and no on the, the love life. However, I felt that you two needed to be looking after yourself. There are things you're not doing in your life to make yourself happy and healthy to warrant your time to give to a relationship at this time. So it's not saying that relationship won't come. You need to put yourself first here and get yourself back on track. So you've got the time to work on a relationship because the, the relationships take time and they take work. 
And if you're not in a good place to start with, that relationship won't be either. So you need to work on yourself first. I don't really think I have anything to add to it. You ladies covered it. <laughs> yeah, and the only thing that extra that I had gotten is the first thing I saw was a door, an open door. And and I felt on on the inside of what I was seeing, the inside of the door kind of felt more um, oppressive or, or gloomy, which I feel like speaks to you may be limiting yourself um, some, you know, and some things within our health are outside of our control, but I feel like there are things that you could be looking at and doing that will help perpetuate your health, um, to better standings. But then I also felt when I looked at the door that you're also limiting yourself. Like, I feel like you're afraid to walk through the door. Um, and I don't know if it's, it's a fear of fully trusting within a relationship, a fear of letting yourself fall for somebody but I feel like there have been opportunities, but you have been afraid to walk through the door. Maybe they didn't feel right or, or you're holding yourself back in some way. So I feel like the opportunity is there. Um, but I agree with, you know, the rest of the panel that you have to start doing some self-care, not just physical um, health self-care, but mental health self-care, really starting to value yourself and, and striving, you know, Big changes come by little steps every day. And, and so don't be afraid to make those little steps and to take the opportunity when it does present itself, if that makes sense. Okay, so we have a question from Laguna L, who is also watching from Spain. So hello. Um, she says, I would like to know why I'm getting this particular smell, not so nice, on my nostrils for the past few weeks. My smell sense has always been very weak and now more so after COVID. Hmm. And I, I almost feel like it's because as soon as I read that question, I started to feel a spirit coming and standing on my right, which I almost feel like it's something within the vicinity that is is trying to be noticed. I, I don't know if it's a presence. I don't necessarily feel that it's somebody you know, but I feel it here in spirit form. The only thing I'm getting is, is somebody's trying to get your attention. Um, and I know this is going to sound weird, but if you can remember back as a child, um, what your grandparents smelled like, what you were, you know, I, I have a grandfather that smoked cherry tobacco. And every time I smell that, I know he's around. And so I just say push back into your childhood to see what kind of smell this could be associated with because I kind of do feel it may be a relative. Um, and unfortunately, what I'm getting is this smell is, is related to that relative. You should be able to pick him, pick him or her out. And Laguna commented that the odor is strong like ammonia, bitter, but hard to describe. 
Sorry about my noisy clock. Cleaning, okay. cleaning <laughs> stuff, cleaning, cleaning stuff, cleaning. So grandmother cleaning, somebody cleaning something. Did somebody clean with ammonia? Because ammonia, I mean, I don't use ammonia, but I know a lot of people in the past used to clean a lot with ammonia. Perhaps a grandparent. Yeah, it's an older generation. Yeah, I'm feeling like you were close to this grandparent, but you couldn't stand that smell when she cleaned. It, it's the grandmother. Well, I'm feeling whomever this is, I feel like pressure from shoulder to shoulder, and I almost want to lean forward, and I feel like I need to take deep breaths. I had pressure um, across here, too. Yeah, and so like I almost want to come over, and it's like... You know the big breaths up and down so i think that would have been associated with them um closer to when they passed but i do feel like it's it's definitely somebody in spirit trying to be noticed she notes that she was close to her grandmother and it could be her and i'm i'm thinking yes that's what i got too yeah So Brenda A says, good morning. Anything come through for me? And Laguna also says, yes, a pressure exactly there um, that we were picking up on. When I'm trying to tune into Brenda's energy, I feel like I'm actually seeing the hamster wheel, uh, which makes me feel like you've been stuck in some patterns. I feel like if it's not going through the same lesson, it's it's been a pattern of things going on or experiences that almost like feeling stuck. Like you can't, you can't get off the hamster wheel. And so I don't know if it's the pattern of, you know, work, taking care of things at home, those kinds of things. But I feel like you're not to yourself, not feeling like you're making forward progress. But I also feel like spirits coming in and talking about, like you've started to work on healing things because I feel like you've, you've been doing some self work because they're coming in and honoring that. So I don't know if that's in the form of, of doing self work, or if that is in the form of making some realizations about yourself and about relationships, but I do feel a shift. So I do feel like as you continue to work on these things that you're going to be able to get out of those habits and not feel stuck, that you're going to be starting to bring in some of the things you want to manifest into your life. I'm only getting like one word and it's, and it's the word that I'm getting is school. I don't know if that means that you're going to school right now or if you should go back to school. And I'm not, and when I'm saying school, I'm not talking um, degrees, education stuff. I think it's more uh, school through spirit school that, that sort of training um, that you may want to look into. And I had a, a feeling of a little bit of dizziness, which says to me that you're overwhelmed and you're holding on to a lot of anxiety. So you need to concentrate more on self-care um, and 
if you if you're overwhelmed, make lists. Make a list of the things that you you know you have to do, and check them off. That way, you won't hold everything inside of your head because you're trying to hold everything inside. And what I got was the inside of my head just plugged right up. So that's either um, like headache or allergies or sinus issues going on. Um, but that's also to me, a form of um, hanging on to things, repeating things in your head over and over and over instead of just letting things go. Um, so taking a deep breath, clearing your mind um, would help with trying to figure things out. Everybody is just, and, and, you know, we're getting so much feedback too. So I, I appreciate that from everybody kind of tuning in. Um, good morning, angry dinosaur. Is that, that I love the name. I love it. Angry dinosaur. I love it. Um, so thank you guys too, you know, for, for coming back in and, and giving some validation uh, to the panel too, and, and letting us know where you're at. We really appreciate that. Heidi Larson says, my mom passed away recently and I've been trying to hear her guidance. Can you please clarify for me what she's trying to show me as to my health and career? I'm feeling like she's reaching out to you and you're not listening or you're not understanding the way that she's trying to reach out to you. So listen more. Look for signs. I I got the impression what she's trying to get across to you is that you need to enjoy life more, that you need to be happy, that you're too serious in life. Um, go back to being those childhood, childlike years of, of enjoying life, that you're putting yourself too much restrictions. Um, she's around, but she wants you to be happy and she wants you to, to have a happy life. She's also saying you have nothing to prove to anybody but you. You need to be happy for you and nobody else, just you. Yeah, and just to kind of add, I mean, I, I feel like the panel really hit it on the head. Uh, but the first thing I saw was her almost picking you up. And to me, that's like picking you up by your straps because I, I feel like, you know, she's trying to almost to get you to re-engage. I feel like there's been some disconnect for you uh, since she transitioned. And so she's just, she's trying to get you to re-engage, to realize she wouldn't want you upset. She knows that you love her. She does come around, but it's time to keep going. And so I feel like she's picking you up, putting you back on your feet and trying to get you to stay on solid ground, if that makes sense. Okay. So the next question is actually from my sister. So I am going to refrain from answering. <laughs> uh, but Jackie says, good morning, beautiful ladies. I've been struggling with some kind of disconnect between a past life and this one. Not really sure why, but my soul feels like we have something left to figure out, which is leaving me feeling disconnected. 
Any help would be much appreciated. Our past life really does a lot to our current life. We bring it through. Um, if we didn't clear something in a past life, we bring it through into this life trying to settle, settle things. Um, if you've got a past life going on, you can see somebody to have a past life regression done. Um, there are other things you can do when you go to bed at night, put it out to the universe saying that you need help putting the puzzle pieces back together. And then pay attention to your dreams because they will come into your dreams. So by putting it out to the universe, letting him, letting the universe know this is what you need help with, it's going to come around and it's going to help you. So there are a couple different avenues to go. Um, past lives are big. And so trying to connect the dots, sometimes you need a little bit of extra help with that. You might be blocking something out, not intentionally, but blocking it out. So sometimes you need that little extra help outside, like a spirit or somebody to do a past life regression. I'm only going to refrain from answering because I don't have much experience with past lives. So there's really nothing I can add. I really can't anything more than what Ellie already did about past lives and them coming forward. And the best thing we do is to get a past life regression. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a couple of them done and let me tell you, they're amazing and they really help you move forward. Thank you. And so I, I, I see an angry dinosaur. I just love that name. Like, totally made my day guys like you guys all know my sense of humor so you know like how this totally made my day but they say i i came across this and i clicked so we're really glad um they're actually tuning in from youtube so all the viewers that are now tuning in from the youtube channel thank you that's really exciting for us uh to see people coming in from different platforms and just to kind of go back to uh laguna she had said Girls, an elderly man I took care of before he died, his birthday was on the 10th, and I had forgotten all about him. And so she thinks that's what we were picking up on as being associated uh, with the smell that she was getting. So, so thank you for that. Okay. So Heather S. says, I have lost my parents, my grandparents, and my aunts. I am literally the oldest person in my family. I know my family is around me, but I just want to talk to them all the time. She's around if I'm lucky enough to have a dream. They never talk in it. And I know, you know, this is more of an experience I feel like people have. And I hear it a lot. You know, people wonder, why aren't I seeing them in my dreams? Why, why am I not feeling them? Why am I not connecting with them? And so not just for Heather, um, but... What insight can you guys give to people who are dealing with the same the same scenario where they really want that connection with their loved one, but don't know how to achieve it or don't feel like that's coming in for them? Well, what I'm going to say is that I feel like you need to open up a little more. You're looking for specific things. And just to give an example, um, I was with my mother when she passed and when she crossed over and I specifically asked for her to bring me a certain thing. So I know she's around or she's brought me a lot of 
lot of things, just that not that one specific thing. So I've learned to let that one specific thing go because she's trying to teach me to keep open to other things. So you may you may be expecting to see her in a dream, but she may be presenting herself in another way and you're not seeing it and you're not accepting it. So you really need to open yourself up and look at these other things because she may be trying to teach you something. The hardest thing for us all is to let go of your expectations. I mean, that is, that's something that I've learned on this journey a long time is that you need to really throw your intention out there and expect nothing and amazing things will happen. So things are not going to happen the way that you think they're going to happen. So you have to be open to different signs. And like Ellie said, just really open up and, and see if there's other signs around or everything else, because they are training you. Mm -hmm. Anne, did you want to add anything? Okay. I, I wasn't sure if you were connecting or, or just waiting for the next question. So I don't want to skip over you. So because she likes to keep us all on our toes, it's not bad enough, you know, that we're on here guest hosting her show, but Miss <laughs> Dayette has sent us a question for her. So thank you, Dayette, so much for sending in your question. We're, we're so happy to, you know, try to read for our teacher. So Dayette asks, she says, so much has happened this past week. How is it going to affect my career? Dayette already knows this. It's she's just trying to, to drive us crazy. Yeah. I know. She's trying to drive us crazy. And we've already had this discussion. Dayette knows this. We've already had this discussion. I mean, she, I really get a little intimidated by her and I love her dearly. But if you ever put her name out on the internet and just type in Danette Murray, all this stuff comes up. Yep. So I don't know why she's worried, number one. Number two, she is an amazing person. And number three, it's just going to explode. And it's going to explode just explode. I'm not going to say anything more than that. Well, and we've had this conversation. I know where we all know where she was for the weekend. So it's yeah. um, she's in an area that I don't ever see myself being involved in. So she's opening up a lot of opportunity for herself because not all of us can do what she uh, was working on over the weekend. Absolutely. When I closed my eyes, I saw doors open, but they just didn't open. They they were literally like thrown open, wide yeah. open. Yeah. Um, there's there's no end to her possibilities. I really don't feel that there is. No. And I, you know, before I put my input in on the question, I just, I want to say to, you know, the producer, Todd backstage, that he has to do better keeping, you know, these hoodlums and these questions like Dayette out of the question screen. <laughs> but okay, in all seriousness, though, I really see when I, when I sit down and, and try to tune into Dayette's energy and try to put aside what we all know um, she was doing this weekend. I start to get really hot in my back and I almost feel like I'm vibrating, but it's starting in my center and I'm vibrating out, uh, which to me talks about, you know, leveling up, which really would have a lot to do uh, with what you were doing this weekend. But I, when I say leveling up, it's almost like 
a complete shift up. And, and when I try to look at opportunities, I do feel like in some aspects, you think you are headed a certain direction, but it's almost like I see, so I see like this highway right to this door, but I feel like right before you get to the door, you take a sharp right. And so I feel like what spirit is saying in that, and I don't want to misinterpret it, but I feel like they're saying you think you are headed one direction and they're like, keep going, keep running for the door. Because I feel like if they tell you right now where you're shifting, you're going to be like the rest of us and be like, mm, yeah, no, not doing that. And so just be open to it when it comes. Um, because just like, you know, you really push all of us. You have a great way of, I don't want to say manipulating do I, do I want to say manipulating us into situations, uh -huh. tricking us into situations? <laughs> um, no, supporting us in, in better choices for our career. Yes. Yeah, supporting us in our education. I do feel like spirit is, is kind of doing the same thing for you right now. I do feel like some of your networking is going to change and shift, but I feel like they are just going to give you a sharp right. And you're going to be like, I never saw this coming. So just be open to, to that experience with your growth. But I mean, we all know you're amazing. We all love you. That's why we're here today. So exactly. All right. On to an easier question, but not, not much easier because Todd's also allowing fellow students in here. I mean, just shady, shady people. But <laughs> Lori asks, do y'all pick up anything on my physical health? Also, one of my daughters is pregnant. Can you see what she is having? I'm going to go with a baby. Um, I'm pretty sure she's having a baby. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I'm not even going to, I know, answer that one though, because I have, I have two boys and each time I picked up on a girl energy, uh, before having my boys. And so I do feel a, a female energy, but in, in the way I picked up on things, I really don't feel that I could be accurate in determining if, if she's having a boy or a girl. I do feel like the child's going to be healthy, but I do feel towards the end of her pregnancy that rest is going to be more important because I see her sitting with her feet up um, and you know, just, just having to rest, having to take that downtime. And then spirit is coming in with you and, and really saying, I, I feel like you're making the steps, the hard steps to start healing some of the things that are causing your physical health to feel imbalanced. I feel like it's, it's self-healing things that you are working on and you're working through. And, and just allowing that support system to come in and, and be a support for you is going to be very beneficial. The first word I heard was girl. So I'm thinking she's having a girl. I'm sticking it out there. I was told girl too. I will, I was, I heard boy, but I'm, if there's three of three of you that say girl, then I'll go with that. Also, somebody in the comments said girl. Just a lot of female energy around. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> but I, I feel, like, um, feel like, Lori, you're taking the right steps 
to better health. Yeah, I would agree. I, I feel like she's moving from a very difficult phases within her life that were difficult to bring her into her growth. But I feel like as she's connecting more, um, being more open, working on, on trusting and, and working with spirit that I do feel like what I'm seeing is like the path going from boulders to little pebbles and eventually getting down to a nice grassy field, which tells me that you're starting to transition into that easier aspect or time uh, within your life, which you deserve. I just hear a healthier you. Mm -hmm. But I also heard the word boundaries. So during this process, make sure you have your boundaries up so you can work on you. Okay, now on to some less intimidating questions. I, <laughs> I'm so intimidated by those ladies because they are both so fantastic. Okay, so Sherry B says, good morning. Can you pick up? anything on my future i'm sorry the the image that i just got was um like a big broadway show and um you know there's a lot now i'm old school so i've been around a while so i'm thinking um like vaudeville acts, you know, that, that big dancing numbers or something. I don't really know what that means. It's just a picture that I got, but something big is coming, coming exactly what I don't know, but it's something to raise a ruckus about. Cause apparently that's what I'm getting in my head. <clears throat> and I'm feeling pressure here. That usually means anxiety. And I know it's not mine cause I'm not anxious right now. Um, but you're, you're stressing over something and you have anxiety over whatever this is. So you just need to settle, maybe meditate a little bit, um, take some deep breaths to try to get through it. Yeah. And I honestly, I wasn't picking up on much other than like pressure, like almost like in between my eyes, like in the bridge of my nose kind of pressure. And I don't know if that speaks to if if you overthink a lot of things and, and that could be where um, Anne is, is picking up too on that anxiety and I'm starting to tie into that. But I do feel like um, you need to take some self time, some time for yourself and, and maybe relax because I just, I feel all this tension in my eyes and, and in my head. So before we go on to some more questions, I do want to take a few minutes and talk to the ladies. So if if you have some questions out there and you want to pop them in, look, we got more intimidating questions. Just like that, we ask for more questions and and we get some more some more ones that really put us on our toes. So before we get to Todd, who's who's the producer of the show, his question, I, I, I want to take a minute so we can all breathe and prepare to answer that question. Um, but I do know that um, some of you ladies do events pretty regularly. Some are just starting to do events. So I wanted to take a minute and, and kind of touch base with 
all three of you as to where people can find you outside of, you know, the online platform. So Sheree, if, if you want to start with how people can find you, where you'll so, be. Um, I do several events. I'm kind of a unique person in the fact that I do um, geeky shows. So gaming conventions. I also do Renaissance festivals and then I do the paranormal and metaphysical shows. Um, so my next show that I'll be at is really going to be uh, July 9th. It is the Soul and Synergies um, metaphysical show in Eau Claire. Um, and then after that, I have a Renaissance Festival. But all of uh, my events are listed on my webpage under um, show events. And you can find me at any one of those. Awesome. Uh, so, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, be sure to jump over, you know, um, to all these ladies to see where you can find them. How about you, Ellie? Where, where can people find you or work with you outside of this platform? Um, up to this point, I have not done any events. I loved going to them to see what's out there, but life has been really um, difficult the last couple of years with family issues going on. So I've not done a whole lot of that. And to be honest, I'm not real good with being out in the public in front of people. I'm great one-on-one -on -one with somebody to help them. So they pushed me out of my comfort zone. My first event will be at the gathering place. Oh, yes. And you're coming up to our event. That's my very first event. I finally yes. bit the bullet and said, it's time. So and that's June 24th, I believe, right? June, June 20. Yeah. I should know this. June 25th. Yep. 25th. June 25th. Okay. June 25th yeah. will be my first uh, showing outside of the normal platform for me. Oh, I'm so excited and I, I, I am, I'm so excited for it to be your first one and, and to be part of my first one. So yay. And you know, it, before we get to Anne, it was funny as you were talking, one thing that spirit had showed me was <laughs> you actually, as you were saying, you're not good with not working one-on-one -on -one. spirit showed you on a stage talking and, and starting to get out there more. So I think, there might be a little bit of a shift coming for you too. I have that feeling. Yeah. Good luck. Good we'll all be here cheering you putting, on. Yeah. Well, they're good at putting you outside your comfort zone. Yes. All right. And where can everybody find you? Uh, well, I haven't, I did a couple of events in the um, late winter, early spring with Rooted Holistic, uh, and I won't be doing any more of those probably until October. Okay. Um, and you will find me at the gathering on June 25th. Yes, you're coming to. I'm so it's excited. First, it's my first time going all the way up north that far, but <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Yeah. Um, I also do other events with my other business. I do Labry, um, which is skincare. Yes. And I'm also working with my husband now on sports cards, which is probably. Yes different from any <laughs> so i'm doing those kinds of events but i do offer services on zoom or on facebook messenger uh, if you check out my facebook page you can find my contact information there very exciting and, and i do but i have I can't to do, oh no go ahead i can't really do any readings in my house right now uh, my kitchen yeah. is still under construction so the stuff behind me that i didn't clear out <laughs> fast enough this morning 
um, is stuff that belongs in the kitchen, but the kitchen isn't done, so I can't put it all away. So I apologize for that. That's okay. I was just going to attest to you being a Lebrai consultant because- I love it. I know. That's my skincare routine now. I'm obsessed. So guys, really check it out. Um, yes. I was going to say the same thing. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. That's yeah, great I to hear. Tried it once and, and now it's my, my addiction. But yes- <laughs> I'm glad Ellie and Ann mentioned they are going to be coming up to Butternut, Wisconsin for the gathering place on the 25th with a lot of other fantastic vendors. And I'm really excited because some of us are getting together afterwards to do a paranormal investigation at a residence. So I am very excited um, about that. And just some of the people, you know, like Barnaby Jones, um, that we're going to be able to have the opportunity to work with. Uh, I'm really super stoked about that. So. All right. So now that we we kind of talked about where to find these ladies, because I really want to make sure you guys have that information. We have about 20 minutes yet where we'll be answering questions uh, before we shift to ending the show. So I do want to get to Todd's question. And he says, hi, ladies, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. We appreciate that. But he says, what do you see for the station in the future? You know what I, I, I find interesting is as I'm tuning into this, I almost feel like you kind of know the direction that it's going to go because it's going to continue to grow. But I almost see like spirit standing behind you, dragging you. So I feel like there's some things that you've kind of dug your heels into still. Um, and I don't know if it's because things are going to start moving quickly, but they're almost like you, you need to start... Um, perpetuating or making some of these these decisions and and getting um different things because i really and i know we've talked about this before but i see this conference um and getting together and really networking and i feel like in some ways they're like you have this list in your head but you're still not completely giving over to taking action on that does that make sense so i feel like you you need to start taking some of some of the action with some of um, these events and, and planning things because I, I feel like it's going to start taking off very quickly. I'm hearing I'm, leaving all your options open. And I'm going to add on to that because um, my the pit of my stomach just fell like, but in the back of my mind, I feel like there's a seed back there. Like he's got something mm -hmm. that he's got in the back of his mind. He just isn't sure if it's going to correlate well with everything else. And so his stomach has kind of hit rock bottom because he's just not sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, from what I'm seeing and feeling is that he needs to bring that seed out and start working with it and stop doubting because it, it, it's back there for a reason. And it's back there to help him to grow the show. So he needs to pull that seed out, bring his stomach back up to where it belongs and work with it. Yeah. And this feels kind of random to me, but as soon as Charlie read the question, I looked up and there's a picture of one of my dogs when she was a puppy. And then one of my other dogs came in and she was walking underneath me. Um, they're little, so they don't take up a lot of room. But I feel like you need a show about animal communication if you don't have one. Um, I'm not well versed in that. So, but it just, I got this strong feeling that you need, I, you might have one and I just don't know but it feels like you need a show about animal communication. 
Or maybe one's coming in. Maybe somebody's out there with that idea already yeah. and they're, they're going to be reaching out soon. So that, that is in awesome. the works. Oh. Okay, let's see what we got for other questions. Diana says, sorry for sneaking another in, but are my health issues related to my fucking left side body issues and major constant tinnitus, which I can attest to, to the tinnitus when we're not listening, um, loud, high pitching and ringing. Tinnitus usually means that somebody's trying to get through. Mm -hmm. when I, and I almost feel like, and I, I don't want to read too much because like I, I said, I do know her uh, very well, but I do feel like, I don't, I don't know if it's so much bucking the system. I do think the tinnitus is related, but I think some of, so like I see a triangle. So I feel like it's multi-tiered because I'm not just seeing it in three points. I'm almost seeing like the food diamond where it's stacked. Uh, so I feel like there's multiple issues kind of tying into your health, you know, and, and you're taking on a lot, you're working to heal a lot. And so I feel like it's stacked. Some of your stress has led to some of the health issues, which relates to having to let go of certain things. And so I feel like as you continue down your spiritual journey and opening up that it's, it's going to shorten and, and you'll see some improvement in your health and some of those other things kind of falling off. It's just really funny, but I heard music and why Charlie was talking. I'm hearing music and music is coming through more and more. And I can't pick up the particular song. It's almost more like a whistling. But to me, uh, it means introduce more music into your life. Whatever music that you like, do that. And I'm thinking dance, a lot music and dance, and it's going to help you move forward. As weird as that sounds, that's what I got. And what I got was the same thing as Charlie is the, when she was talking about the pyramid and the layers, but with my background and knowledge, those layers are like layers in an onion. Mm -hmm. And in order to heal, you have to release some of the trapped emotions or some of the issues going on in your life. And as you release a layer, the next layer comes up when it's ready to come up for you to heal and to work with. And then you're going to release those layers, which gets you down to the bottom of what is the underlying reason that you've got this tinnitus. So you've got to work with those individual layers of releasing what's going on to get to that bottom to figure out what is actually going on that's creating the tinnitus. And um, and like Annie said, that somebody's trying to get a hold of you. I feel she's correct because a lot of times when spirits trying to come through, we don't acknowledge it. True. And that ringing in the ears is them trying to say, hey, I'm here. You need to listen. If that makes sense to you. I think a lot of us have experienced the tinnitus, especially as we level up or we go through our, our journey. I feel like that's very common uh, thing that we go through with our abilities. Okay. She says yes with an exclamation point. So wonderful. Kate, 
We have time. We're going to take these last two questions uh, before we say goodbye to our panelists. So Jamie says, I have a rare disease that has left me disabled at the age of 40. I've come a long way since, but what do you see coming for me? A cure, more surgeries, just maintaining the symptoms, more mobility. There's a difference between a cure and healthy healing. And because a cure means that I will automatically just go away. This is just, and this is part of my Reiki background that's coming in. But what I'm, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing is healthy healing. There's more healthy healing coming. Um, not just maintaining the symptoms, but really helping you manage them in a much better way. I'm really having a loss for words. Um, not that you'll be symptom free, but they won't. It'll be like a, instead of like a knife wound, it's gonna be like a little scratch. It's the only way that I can kind of put it in perspective. It's like they're gonna lessen, the symptoms will still be there, but you're gonna have healthy healing. I found it funny that Cherie mentioned uh, Reiki because every time I looked at the question, because I have the questions coming up on my phone next to me, I kept hearing Reiki, Reiki, Reiki. <coughs> Reiki, Reiki, I mean, Reiki is not a cure-all, and I will never tell anybody that it is, but it can also, it can help ease symptoms, it can help your mind, it can help the little things that you're not thinking of. So I would recommend going for Reiki treatments and possibly massage. The Reiki will help in the pain management. It will help right. in your overall. It will help. It will help. Just a hundred percent help. Yeah, I was seeing off balance, and I was feeling like I don't know if if some of your symptoms can be tied or managed through diets, but I almost feel like certain things you eat may be causing some flare-ups or may offset things. But then it is also getting um, the Reiki too. But I also feel like some of that is also your calling to work within energy because as you learn to work, whether you go with somebody to Reiki, I feel like that's going to open the door. But as you learn to start doing some self-Reiki, I feel like it's also going to branch out for you. Um, that some of the reasons is for you to help other individuals heal things within themselves. So I do think that the Reiki and the energy work is going to become an important aspect of your life in the future. And I'm going to agree with the other three ladies is that I didn't get the sign of like a cure, but there's a lot of things you can do to self-manage it to help heal yourself Besides everything that's been talked about, I mean, there's always acupuncture and there's also emotion code and body code that do just wonderful things with releasement of uh, the pains and the and the and your aches that you have to help manage it. Um, will a cure come at some point in time? It's possible the way science has changed, but there's a number of things you can do in this current time to help yourself to help ease the pain. 
All right. And our last question before we say goodbye to these amazing ladies is from Stephanie. And she says, hi, can I have a reading, please? And thanks. The one thing I saw for Stephanie, well, I heard the word numbers and I saw a lot of um, numbers go past me. Um, I don't know if they're, they're trying to, I don't know if you know anything or understand anything about numerology, but I feel like that that's something you should start dabbling in is numerology. And I'm not sure why, but I heard, I heard numbers and I saw a bunch of numbers fly in front of my face. So take it, take a stab at it and just, there's books galore out there. There's the numbers lady or the numerology lady out there, Gwyneth McCant that in numbers, it's just a really in-depth program, but that's what I saw. I actually feel like I have a spirit coming through. It's a male energy. Then my vision got blurry and I was having pain in my head. Do you have someone that passed from um, a head injury or a stroke? I don't see. I'll, I'll let you know if something pops up. Yeah. Really? I mean, I'm getting really strong. Not like it hurts, but for me, but it's, if I have pain in the area of my head, it usually tells me it's a stroke. But when my vision went blurry, I mean, that I've never had happen before. So I'm not sure what that means. Although it could be part of the stroke. Nothing's popping up. No. I'm getting um, a new sense of direction, a new direction. You want to go in a new direction. Um, you're kind of bored with what you're doing right now. And you really want something more interesting and challenging. And numerology will be it. Because I've looked at it and tried it. And like this it's not for me it's a lot but if you're going to go that direction look at Udemy because that has they have some classes on there that you can take that's what I did when I first looked at it and went and I'm an accountant by my other trade and I really don't want to deal with any more numbers but anyway um yeah just there's that something new that you want to do and I had so the first thing I saw was somebody with like the big noise reduction headphones on. And so you don't know if you, if you don't feel like you're hearing things clearly or if spirits, that's spirits way of saying you're not listening, that you're keeping yourself muffled and blocked from them because I feel like you could have um, a deeper connection with your abilities. Cause I do feel that there's some abilities there that you either press out or, or try to ignore um, but then they also were making me feel like you're struggling to make a decision uh, because they were talking about struggle and showing me a struggle to choose. 
And so I feel like if you can take off, off the earphones and really connect with spirits, that they can help you uh, offer some clarity in, in this struggle or within this decision that you've been trying to make. Well, I really, I want to thank you ladies, first of all, for coming on and being on here with me today. I had so much fun. I hope you guys had just as much fun answering questions um, from all the amazing viewers. I really appreciate them coming on too and sending in their questions. So thank you very much. Um, I hope everybody out there enjoyed this as much as we have. And we are going to take a quick station break. When we come back, you'll be stuck just with me again. And we're going to do a couple cards um, to offer some clarity for the week ahead and go over the upcoming shows, Dayette's guest for next week. You guys are going to want to hear this. You're going to want to hear it. I really think we need like a drum roll or some really dramatic music before we announce uh, her guest for next week because it's that awesome. So we will see you all right back in a minute after our station break. Bye, ladies. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Good Thank time. you. Diet Renee, Psychic Medium. All of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well-versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. everybody welcome back i am so thankful that you spent time with us today on school through spirit on wltk db talk radio as a reminder i am your guest host charlie lynn in for dayette renee we just got done answering some questions and talking to some really amazing uh what i consider co-workers uh, and people so i really if you did not get to tune into the whole show Go back later and, and listen to it. They have some fabulous information. If you go through the comments, you can also find out how to contact them outside of this platform uh, and reach out to them. They, they are an unlimited type of resource that would, they're just phenomenal. I, I really appreciate them. So before we go to the shows for the upcoming week, I did want to quick talk about a little message that Spirit had given me while I was sitting down and getting ready for the show uh, this morning and to connect with the ladies. And it had to do with peace, finding your inner peace and, and healing your soul. And it was really impressed upon me. Serenity is not freedom from the storm, but peace amid the storm. And I think a lot of times we think of peace in the physical world as not having struggles. And really, 
that's not it. It's being able to find peace within ourselves and peace within a situation during the storm, during the chaos. And, you know, so many people will come in, they'll try to steal our joy. They try to steal our peace. We have to learn to set boundaries. We have to learn to establish a way for us to keep our own peace and not allow other people to take it. But also, just as importantly, we have to realize that we create our own peace. We cannot rely on other people to bring in our happiness, to bring in our peace. That comes uh, from self-creation. So learn to trust spirit, whatever that means to you, you know, God, your higher self, learn to trust spirit, learn to connect with them, learn to work with them so that you can start developing your own peace that other people cannot steal. And so when I was pulling cards, actually, I did that during our break, I pulled two, spirit said two cards, and I feel like these relate to peace. And so not a lot of options today. You could pick one, you could pick two, you could pick one and two, whatever feels right to you. Um, and again, I am using uh, the Sacred Oracle deck or the Sacred Forest Oracle deck, I'm sorry, from Denise Lynn. And the first card that I pulled is Purification. And when I look at this in connection to what Spirit's talking to us today about peace is almost approaching things like a child, you know, from that pure sense, without the expectation, uh, with joy in our hearts, with open minds. So being pure within ourselves, being pure within our spirits, and coming into building that relationship. And so if you picked a number one, you know, spirits really offering you, come in, sit with me, be open to the messages, be open to your growth, be pure, in your approach, you know, and, and that also means leaving our ego behind, really just coming as we are from the spirit level, not from the physical level. And the second card that I pulled is the Phoenix and transfer mutation. And really, to me, this represents that as, as we are coming in and sitting, you know, with spirit, working to find our own peace, that does require us not always to be burned to ashes, but it speaks of having to let things go, having to let go of habits, having to let go of certain ideas or the way that we look at things. And so when Spirit's saying, come sit and talk to us, find your peace, let us transform you, that is talking about them taking you further down your spiritual journey. Them coming in and saying, hi, Gordon, saying that they want to be there to help build you up to this state to make you more self-reliant on, on the inside um, where we have and hold our own peace. We hold our, our own joy. We create our own happiness. And so that was really important for me to kind of uh, step in and share with you guys before we went on. So this week, lots of big announcements coming up on WLTKDB Talk Radio. Lots of amazing shows. Later tonight, uh, Be the Change with Christina Bloom is on at 8. Tuesday, Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is on at 10. Wednesday, we got two shows, The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3. And Over the Target with Missy and Nicole following that at 8 p.m. Thursdays, Chat with Charlie, where you guys can tune back into me at nine uh, for answering some questions. Remember, send in those questions. Can't have a show if I don't have questions to answer. Then you guys just gotta listen to me ramble. That's not fun for anybody. 
Realm of Darkness follows my show uh, with Rini and Ashley, and that is at 7 p.m. And there's also another show following that up at 8 p.m., The Afterlight Chronicles with Nicole Strickland. Friday, there is a new show. Yay! Very exciting. Tune in for the new show. I help help support not only all the shows, but help support our new hosts, help support our new shows. It is called The Good Shit Show with Missy Hart, and that will be on at 9 a.m. on Friday. So tune into that one. And Secrets with Rini Rodriguez at 8 p.m. We'll be following that on Friday. The Realm of Darkness, uh, Gordon, is with Rini and Ashley at 7 p.m. on Thursday evenings. Okay, here's the drum roll. I'm not good at drum roll. I'll just pretend I'm praying, playing the drums. Next Monday on Schooled Through Spirit, you not only get to get back, um, and, and don't have to deal with my shenanigans anymore. But she is going to have a really amazing guest on that I think you're all going to want to tune in for. You know, a lot of us within this, I know I'm dragging it out. I, I feel the intensity, guys. We all have things that we tune into that that support our interests within the medical or metaphysical realm. And one of those is, you know, the travel channel. They got a lot of pretty great paranormal shows and they have a lot of cool investigators. And I'm sure some of you guys have heard about a show called, oh, hold on, I need a sip of water. Yes, a show called The Holzer Files, right? Have you guys heard of The Holzer Files? I'm sure there's people out there who have watched that. Yeah. So Monday, Scold with Spirit. Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files is going to be on at 9 a.m. with Dayette. I, I'm actually really excited. Uh, Dayette had messaged me kind of last minute when it was all confirmed when I was getting set up for the show. So I'm super excited uh, for her to have the opportunity to sit down with Dave and talk to him. And, and for all of us, because I, I really feel like he has a lot of great information great, especially if you're into the paranormal, things to offer us and, and insight for all of us who like those kinds of things. So I want to thank everybody once again for letting me step in and for how well you receive me when I am here guest hosting for Dayette, for how well uh, you received my cohorts for coming in and, and being on the panel. I am eternally grateful for them. For now, until Thursday, I'm going to say goodbye. I hope you all have a blessed week. And thank you so much for tuning into School Through Spirit on WLTKDB Talk Radio. Have a great week, everybody.